In this episode, we'll discuss design education and whether or not everyone is a designer. Welcome to Colored by Design. This discussion series looks at design issues through a uniquely biased lens. Our hope is to empower a new breed of creative as their intentions mature and navigate through the business world. I'm Corwin, Senior Global Creative Director. And I'm Jesse, Senior Experience Designer. Let's get into it. Good to see you, sir. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. So uh, you got a topic for us. Yeah. So today we had a speaker in um, and we were discussing the value of design education or right. specifically a degree in design. Right. Um, and uh, this person was running a, uh, building a design education program at one of the universities in Austin. And, and the question that came up in our, our discussion was, what is the real value of, of a degree in design? So many of our design leaders today um, don't have specific degrees in product or software design mm -hmm. in large part because at the time that they were going through school, um, that wasn't necessarily a prevalent thing that was being offered. Right. And then segueing on from that was the discussion of, is everyone a designer? Um, and I think that this is a, a discussion that's been had in the industry time and again. Right. Um, and even when we look at wanting to delineate between uh, specializations in design, like visual, I'm a visual designer versus I'm an interaction designer. And right. what does that actually mean to the process of design? Um, I was at a company retreat a couple last week and a, a product owner was there, one of the senior product owner guys. He said something really interesting. He mm. was like, you know, when I'm designing my product, mm. he said it as, and he knew he was speaking to designers. So that right. might be why that language was filtered in that way, but he considers himself to be designing a product at a macro level. Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I raised the question, is that, is he a designer? If he considers himself a designer mm -hmm. and is creating a product, he's not using Sketch or Illustrator. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. It's, it's, a, it's a good one. I think that I've had to, and we've talked about this before, but I've had to personally broaden my definition of design over yeah. the years, uh, especially working in a software company in this modern day and age where people are coming to the product design world specifically from all different backgrounds, yeah. and they're starting to get into it. Um, so yeah, would I say that he's a designer or that individual is a designer? I, I would say they're designing. Yeah. You know, they are. They're designing experiences. They're designing business processes. They're designing um, ideal state, you know, workflows and, 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 and paths to success for a given task or, or whatever. So the same way, you know, when we think about, you know, our, 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 our roads, yeah. in our master communities that we live in or whatever, they're designed. Yeah. You know, they're first probably designed by a developer and then it's given off to an architect and some other people to really, you know, bring all the bits and pieces together. So, I mean, that whole process has been designed. Yeah. Business models are designed, you know? So, um, it, it, it's fascinating. Yeah, I think, I, think that, I think that, you know, design has always been kind of... Um, kind of an orchestration of pieces and parts to, to, to facilitate an end goal. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, so I think it's cool that, you know, that, 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 they're, uh, that he considers himself designing because I think that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. I think for the designers, those of us that kind of consider ourselves to be practitioners of this craft, yeah. um, we have a lot of ownership and, you know, only uh, certain people get into the club that somehow qualify, blah, blah, blah. Right. 
because uh, I know for me, back in the day when I first started learning design, I would have never considered myself a designer. Yeah. I wasn't good enough. I didn't have the skills. I was messing around trying to figure it out. Yeah. I was practicing the craft. I was learning about design. I was learning how to design, but I wouldn't have put myself in the category of designer at that point. Yeah. Um, once I crossed a certain threshold of like the light bulb went off and I had this revelation of, oh, this is what it actually means. This is what I'm actually doing. Then I started to label myself as a designer. Yeah. Um, so, so are you designing? Sure, you're designing all kinds of stuff in life. Um, are you a designer? Depends. It's a, it's a title that I think everybody can give themselves. Yeah. But I think when you come up against other designers, we'll see whether you are or not. Yeah. It, it, as it relates to being in that, that tribe and that group of other designers, you know? I think that's exactly it. And I know that we're of a similar mind on this, so I'll try and unpack the other side of the argument. Um, oh, there's an argument counter saying, no, you're not a designer? No, there's an argument saying that not everyone is a designer and that not everyone should be able to up, just st stick designer onto the end of their title and say, now I'm a designer. Well, I totally agree with that, right? I just can't, yeah. because I can read legal copy and contra review contracts doesn't by any ways make me a lawyer. Yeah. And I could defend myself in court. I wouldn't be still a lawyer. I would just be playing lawyer in my own defense but you know I, don't, I, I agree I don't think it's cool to tack it onto your so that's why title. I think it's interesting because in order to be a designer there are no requirements to getting in, into the field the cost of entry is zero yep effectively it's the same with being a developer uh, you can start to learn code yep uh, and call yourself a developer yep there is no governing body or sanctioning body or licensing body that says you are or are not for design. And I think a lot of people run into that and they get really angry because we want to be protective of what being a designer means hmm. and our commitment to our craft mm -hmm. and our commitment to the methodologies of design. When in reality, you don't have to have a design degree to be a designer. Many designers don't have design degrees. Yep. Um, and we like to compare ourselves to other professions uh, that have these bodies. So not everyone, everyone practices wellness and health mm -hmm. and feels like I can prescribe myself an aspirin. I can go buy an aspirin and, right. and, and take it. Right. Um, I'm taking care of my body. I'm taking care of my sick child. Um, I practice health, right. but I'm not a doctor because right. being a doctor means something very specific. I have uh, an undergraduate degree. Then I have a four year medical degree. Then I have passed all my board examinations. Then I've done my residencies. And now I can call myself a doctor and practice medicine. Right. Uh, and it's not even, it doesn't have to go to that degree. Uh, my wife is a dentist or, or soon to be. Right. She hasn't passed her state licensing or board examination. So she's actually not a dentist. Does she consider herself to be she a dentist? She is technically a student dentist. What does she claim? She claims student dentist right okay, now. Okay, cool. And, uh, I, I and that's she practices dentistry under right. the under the license of another dentist. Okay. In, in a scholastic setting. Right. Um, but similarly, even with architecture, you can graduate from an architecture school, have an architecture degree, and then go into uh, working as an architect. But you have to pass like five tests before you can be an actual architect. Right. So we like to compare ourselves as a profession to these other um, similar professions. But the difference is there are bodies in place that protect that profession um, that don't, those boundaries don't exist in a lot of creative endeavors like design or like art. I can call myself an artist tomorrow. Yep. And I am an artist. Right. If I consider myself an artist and I make art, 
I'm an artist. Right. Now, my art might be horrible <laughs> uh, because there is... In the a, eye of the beholder. Well, exactly. <laughs> and that's sure. another issue where it's like it, design, so much of it is subjective that... Now, we know what's good and bad design. You and I know what's good and bad design. But yeah. there is still bad design being made right now yep. by someone who's being paid to make it. Yep. And someone's approving it and someone's building it. So in their mind... And there's, and there's bad architecture. Yeah. And there's malpractice going on. Yep. And there's all kinds of other stuff. So I want to go back to the education. Not the education so much, but the governing bodies. Mm -hmm. I had this very conversation. So this is absolutely amazing that you brought it up. I had a, 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 a very nice uh, woman reached out to me on LinkedIn and she said, hey, curious to ask you about the UX and design world. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about transitioning. I come from this, that, and the other background and I'm wondering where I should go into it. Mm -hmm. I said, oh great, we started talking about it. Lo and behold, it turned out that she more had an affinity for project, excuse me, product management. Mm -hmm. um, and I started kind of sharing like, depending upon what part of the process you want to be involved in, I think if you want to be involved with the creative process, solving the workflow problems and, and, you know, giving, handing off files and assets to developers to build, or, you know, you're working directly with product teams to define the, the requirements that you need to go for those designers to go build stuff, mm -hmm. then sure, you're in that either interaction design side of the house, if you're in a proper software development organization, or you're in that visual design side. Yeah. I said, but if you're trying to really understand the marketplace, take research in and, and you know, kind of, you know, take those business objectives and, and design mm -hmm. what a solution should be for that market, you might find yourself better suited for product management. Yeah. And she's like, you know what, that's what I really want to get into, product management. And as we kind of unpacked and de de uh, defined what a user researcher would be, what a user experience designer would be, what a visual designer would be, what a you know, front-end engineer would be, what a product manager would be, what a project manager would be, what a business analyst would be. Yeah. Once we re-unpacked all those in our conversation, she was clear to see, oh, psh, yeah, product managers is the place for me. Yeah. But she was going to study UX. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, that, that, it might not be the place for you. But going back to all the governing bodies that doctors have to get their licenses and keep them maintained, mm -hmm. dentists, architects, uh, civil engineers, structural mm -hmm. engineers, lawyers. all those people, lawyers, yep. designers don't. And there's a big reason that designers don't. Yeah. Out of all these professions that we might find alignment with as far as like professionalism, designers aren't accountable to anything. Right. There's no law that a designer can break that's going to get them in deep doo-doo. Right. There's no... Uh, harm that can really be done by producing some of that crap design. Right. There's no, uh, uh, th th there, there might be some things that you can do to violate other people's rights, like using a photo off Google Images, for example. You can get jumped in the hot water real quick with that. Yeah. You know, and that's where the lawyers will come and get you. Yeah. But we as a profession aren't held accountable. Architects have to make sure what they build aligns with city codes and even beautification uh, guidelines of a city or a redevelopment zone. Yeah. Um, they have to then partner with engineers. They have to go to city council. They have to partner with their client. They have to deal with banks. Yeah. So there's a lot more scrutiny that an architect has to go through, that a civil engineer has to go through, that a lawyer has to go through, a doctor, a dentist. All those people have a lot of responsibility and accountability that they are held to. Yeah. Designers literally have not none. Yeah. So I think that when you when you look at it in that regard, I understand where, sure, as a profession, 
and as a individual contributor slash individual professional, yeah. I can see the alignment and I can see how we could, you know, say, hey, we're like minded or, or kind of in a professional industry like a like a like a lawyer or, or a doctor or whatever. But those folks have a lot of uh, accountability and laws that they have to adhere to. I can't think of one that designers really are responsible for. Yeah. You know, and I think that this all stems from a desire to both protect what it is that we do and then legitimize our skill, our skill set. Um, and this is because, and, and, and this is part of the great conversation that we had. Um, someone said that unfortunately there are still some folks that will use the phrase, everyone is a designer to belittle, belittle what a designer does or their expertise rather than for the spirit of collaboration and design thinking. And I think that even within design, we do something similar where if you're a graphic designer, if you're a visual designer and you're trying to make recommendations about interactions or information architecture, we say, well, you're not an information architecture designer. So, you know, you shouldn't be speaking to that thing specifically. Who's saying that? Um, I think there are where, people. Where, where, do we, where do we hear that stuff coming from more often than not? I think it comes a lot from people who are insecure about the work that they produce. And where are they coming from? For, are they coming from the business side of the house or are they coming from within the design side within of the house? Within the design side of the house, we do those things. Right. So what um, you're saying is we're, 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 we're shooting at each other. We're crabs in a barrel. We're fighting against each other. Or we're trying to protect our sandbox. You're trying to protect your sandbox inside of this bigger sandbox. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and similarly... Um, part of the discussion was um, an exploration of Ratatouille. Um, and the, the movie? Core, the movie, yeah. Okay. And kind of the core conceit of the, mo- the film is that one of the, like, the protagonist's uh, mentors says, anyone can cook. Yes. And Anyone can cook. Anyone can cook. Anyone you can, can cook, cook and I can cook. Yep. But that's not going to make me a, a chef. Right. right. There's a differentiation there, and it's not based on education. It's based on your output. Right. Um, and, and, and one of the quotes from the movie is, not everyone can become a great artist, but a great artist can come from anywhere. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. Like everyone that. can be an artist. Yep. Like I said, I can be, I am an artist. If I so choose to call myself one, uh, I can spray paint something and now I'm a graffiti guy. I'm a graffiti artist. Yep. That doesn't mean I'm any good. It's, it's, it's a spectrum. And the fact is, and it's kind of the blessing and the curse, and we talked about this um, in one of our episodes, that is one of the lost tapes colored by design but um the blessing and the curse of being a designer is that it all your degree doesn't matter your experience doesn't matter it all rests on what you can produce and what you can show totally and that's a beautiful thing but it can be you know we don't have a degree to to lean back on and say you know an accreditation community or a license that says look i'm a dentist i'm a doctor you can't take this away from me it's interesting, um, and maybe it's just because I'm getting older and I've never had to, not to say that I've never had to justify what I do in front of others. Yeah. Rarely has it been in front of other creatives. Yeah. Definitely not in front of other designers. Mm-hmm. Um, I take that back, actually. <laughs> I take that back, as there has been a pretty stark divide between certain factions of the design community and others. Yeah. I haven't had to defend myself. I have had to see a lot of ignorance on display about who's a designer and who's not and what kind of design right. you can and can't participate in. So I get the, you're not an information architect 
so why are you over here doing information architecture stuff? Right. Right. I, we've seen that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, I guess, um, I guess that is unfortunate. And I guess we have seen some of that and I have experienced that. So I don't want to sound like, oh, wow, it hasn't happened to Corwin. Right. But no, yeah, I guess I have. Now I think about it. Yeah. I guess the part where it doesn't really, I can't even say it doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it doesn't even really bother me. I mean, my security is fine. I know exactly what I'm capable of, who I am, and, and this, that, and the other. But I yeah. guess it does get under my skin a bit where it's like, why would you come for somebody's anything? Their pedigree, their experience, their, their, their career, their job, what brings them joy, value. Yeah. But people do it all the time, don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, those, those governing bodies, like, you know, pointing to the wall and saying, hey, there's my degree. I graduated from XYZ Medical School, and I did my residency at blah, 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 and I've done blah 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 number of hours to justify that i am here and damn it i'm worth it right it's like wow okay uh i i don't know i never questioned the doctor whenever i see him yeah and they're like i don't really think you're a doctor what are you <laughs> doing over here wrenching on my body yeah it's like dude clearly you're a doctor yeah i mean you know i don't really go around saying oh you're not a gas attendant yeah you're pumping that gas all wrong yeah you know you're over here washing windows what makes you think if you're washing the windows you can be pumping my gas this is crazy yeah yeah, it's just we're just stupid people. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm going to put it out there, dude. If you're if you're one of those that's like beefing about it, I'm going to call you stupid. Yeah, just it's just it's just ridiculous. No, I mean, but I understand where it comes from. I think this is one of those things that's I don't want to say it's uniquely a creative endeavor or creative problem because all of these professions exist on a spectrum. There are some that are better and some that are worse in their profession. I know some, believe it or not, some of your doctors that you go to were not the best in their class. Uh, there are doctors who are better doctors than others. That's Dude, just a fact clear. of life. Fact, I mean, going back to the doctor thing, so Hangover, mm -hmm. right? Great movie. Yeah. In the movie, uh, I can't remember the dude's name, but he's the dentist. Ed Helms, yeah, he's a dentist. Yeah, he, 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 he introduces himself as a doctor, though. Yeah. Why? Because dentists get a bad rap. Well, dentists are doctors. They have a doctorate of dental surgery. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But he but, doesn't want to be seen as a dentist because people are scared of the dentist. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. So, you know, and Bradley Cooper's character is like, you're a dentist. You're not a doctor. Yeah. I'm saying that, you know? Yeah. But I guess we all have that complex. So I was going to say you and I don't see what others deal with in their industries, yeah. but I bet you it's just as pervasive and just as idiotic in, yeah. in, in the mechanics. Okay. For example, I was watching biker build off, you know, and they're making all the custom choppers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys was saying, look, I'm a mechanical engineer. Yeah. You know, this guy is a, is a structural engineer. Yeah. You know, he's on paper and pencil all day. I'm actually in the garage. I'm building stuff, making it work. Yeah. She's so like, we're both engineers, but, I'm a different kind of engineer. Yeah. And it was like, wow, that was the first time I saw that kind of, you know. That struggle for validation. Yeah. Or that need to constantly try and point to something else other than yourself to validate what you do. And that's really what it comes down to is this idea that it doesn't matter. It, you know, and I think that the more experience that you have with design, the more likely it is that you'll be good at it. You have to practice it. Oh you God, have to yes. spend time doing it. So in that, that's where the value in a design education comes because you're exposed to these concepts and these ideas very early and you're in there and you're getting those reps in. Yep. You're getting those iterations in. But at the end of the day, you can't point back to a degree and use that to validate. You can't use that as a crutch for your creative confidence. And I think that is where a lot of this conflict stems from. I'm totally fine. I think we said, I said this at the beginning, I believe us to be of the same mind of this. If you want to call yourself a designer, great. Welcome. Uh, design. Now, 
you're going to start off and probably not going to be great at it. Um, or you might be, and you might be a, a savant, but right. um, you're going to get better as you put the reps in. Yep. But I can't as, and I, I like to think of it from the way of like, okay, say I take the position that you're not a designer. What can I do to prove that you aren't a designer? If you say you are, I have no power to say that you aren't really. Right. You might come in and I might be able to point to something and say, this is a bad design. One, you can probably debate me on that reasonably well. And two, that doesn't make you not a designer. That just makes you a bad designer. <laughs> right, right. But you're still a designer and we all right. start off bad. Right. So, and, you know, there's a, there's a, it, that's the issue is that you, there, I can't stop you. If, you know, if you call yourself a doctor, I can stop you from calling yourself a doctor. It's like, dude, you don't have, a, you don't have an MD. You're not a, do, you're, you know, you're right. not a medical doctor. You might have a PhD, makes you a different kind of doctor, but you know, there are concrete things that can point to in those areas. Whereas, in, I mean, even in a musician, you can call yourself a DJ today, yep. put together a 10 song playlist and you're a DJ. And there are people who get paid a lot of money to play those playlists, <laughs> just click play yeah. and dance on the stage. And they get paid to DJ, right. which makes them a professional DJ right. technically. Yeah. But you know, now are they Questlove? No, but. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's, 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 again, it's interesting in that why am I trying to not let somebody claim it? Yeah. Why do I care? If, if somebody walks in here and says, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing a podcast, Color by Design. We're two designers. Word, I'm a designer too. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're not. Yeah. Why would, I, why would I go there? Why would I just say, oh, hey, cool. Yeah, we are too. What, what kind of design? What do you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm studying design right now, or I just got my first job. I'm an intern at... Cool, dude. Good job, man. Keep keep up the good work. Make sure you practice that craft. Da, da, da. Yeah. Why would I want to like stiff arm somebody from repping the, the 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 industry? I mean, I think it's nothing but good things if people want to claim design. Yeah. Now I'm gonna backtrack on something I said. You are accountable, and you said it's your output. Mm -hmm. yep. You know. So yeah. So it's like okay, you're claiming designer. Great. That's cool. Um, if somebody calls you out and says, hey, I want to hire you come on over here and you know, we're working on this app or we're working on some project. I want you to participate. Yeah. Can you, can you put out, you know, let me see some goods. Yeah. You know, let me, let me take a look at some of your past work. Let me take a, your book, look at your book. Yeah. Um, let me see something you've done. So I know when I go to give you this check, it's, 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 there's, you know, you're going to be able to produce. Yeah. So others in the community are going to hold you accountable. Yep. Um, and I think that you can call yourself whatever you want. And I think that, People that, you know, for example, uh, I'm not a rapper. Yeah. You know, uh, I can rap and I can spit a fresh, you know, I got, I got a hot, hot, hot eight for you. <laughs> I, got, I got 16 for you. But it's like, there's no way I would go anywhere and say I'm a rapper. Yeah. But if somebody said, Corwin, I heard you rap before, bro. You're a rapper. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not. And that comes down to you deciding that you aren't and not claiming it. Right. But if you decided I'm a rapper, sure. who's going to stop you from saying, no, I guess you are a rapper. You're trash. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you're a rapper. Because compared to like, I don't know, you know, Drake. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I got nothing. Yeah. Right. I suck. I mean, let's be clear. Most cats suck to guys like Drake and yeah. like the, 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 the cream of the crop. Oh, the cream of the crop dudes. Right. So, yeah. You know, everybody's a junior rapper in comparison. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, stop stiff-arming people. I don't want to see that. Yeah. You know, embrace them. And, you know, like I said, hey, so let's see some of your output. Yeah. And I'm not asking to see it to dish you or to say, oh, yeah, let me, let me see. Let me check it out. But there's a lot of people that do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I, I ran into a, um, a tattoo artist this weekend. And, 
I was referred to one. She's really, really great. And we started talking about the difference between tattooers and tattoo artists. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a difference. Oh, there's okay. a difference and there's a, there's, a, there's a little battle in the culture. Oh, hey, okay. Yay, we learn something say, every day. No doubt. And the tattooers are the old school minded, like, you know, this is the way you do it. This is how it goes, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The tattoo artists take a slightly different approach and they feel like, no, you don't have to do it that way. You can do it this way and it yeah. can be art yeah. and it can be these things. So even in that community, there's like this little, oh, you're not a tattooer. Yeah. You're a tattoo artist. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right. You know, interesting stuff. I understand the, the, neat, the I guess, the drive of people to want to protect their tribe or keep imposters out. Um, and I, like you said, I think it happens everywhere. Um, I think so. Outside of, you know, those professions that have those kind of rigorous accreditation or licensing boards where it's like, okay, I think you're a terrible dentist, but you are a dentist. Right. Um, by law, you are. Yeah, you um, paid your dues. You paid your dues. You made, you got through all the hoops. You're not very good, but you right. are what you say you are. Yep. Um, outside of those kind of areas, I think it probably happens in every profession. Totally. Where you aren't that, you know, uh, but, and and maybe I think people feel that by allowing those people in, it's dragging their profession down, or it's diluting the pool, or it's sullying the good name of a designer. Um, I think that just it's it's more chaff that's out there, and, and the wheat is is what people are really going to latch on to. You know, the cream will rise. Yeah. Your output will prove that that you are what you say you are. And similarly, you know, I think what stops you from calling yourself a business person? Oh yeah. Is everyone a business person? Yeah. I mean, you're selling your time for money. Uh, I, I think that. Makes you a business person. Yep. Now you might not be a CFO level business person. You know, there's levels to that too. Oh, even so. at, even at the even at the small level, let's just say you're a freelancer, yeah. right? And you're charging 100 bucks an hour for whatever you're doing. Great. Uh, you know, is, are your contracts well written? Yeah. You know, when you communicate to a client about what they can expect throughout this process, is it is it clearly documented, or do you just walk in just like, hey, yeah, it's 100 bucks an hour. What do you want? Yeah. It's like, hold on, wait a minute. Um, I'm expecting a little bit more service. You want me to pay you basically $1,000 a day. Yeah. <laughs> I need a little bit more assurance that I got, again, I got the right person here. Yeah. You know, so uh, going back to the design education part, mm-hmm. I think design education is extremely important. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you get it, though. Yeah. I don't care if you get it at university. Yeah. I don't care if you get it on, on, on YouTube. You know, I don't, I don't care if you get it on, you know, uh, you know, General Assembly, it doesn't matter. I, I just need you to get the education. So when you walk in the door and you say, hey, I'm a designer, I'm a hundred bucks an hour and I'm here to help you work on this project. Great. Yeah. I'm not here to teach you. Yeah. We're here to, you know, execute. Right. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you can call yourself a, a plumber. Great. And you come out to do my pipes in my new house that I'm building. And if you don't know what the hell you're doing, I don't have time to teach you. Right. I, I, I was going to pay you the money for you know, doing the plumbing. Right. You know, so you can call yourself whatever you want. Yeah. Um, the education is definitely necessary. And I say this to everybody that I hire. I say, look, I hired you because of what you have done. Mm-hmm. Right. You, and, 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 and what you're going to come in here that I'm going to leverage are the actual skills that you have acquired. Yeah. Short of those two things, nothing else matters to me. Yeah. 
I don't care if you're the best app icon designer, you're the best illustrator, you're the best video videographer, motionographer, uh, you interaction designer. I, I don't care what it is. Yeah. If we need to do a postcard right now, guess what we're going to do? Do a postcard. Get this. Get down this postcard, Holmes. Yeah. Oh wow. What we got a we got a a, a flow to in, enhance through a through a very complicated checkout experience for children. Great. Get after it. Yeah. I don't really care. Take those skills that you've learned either in your business life, your academic life, your design life, your life as a former dentist, you know, your for, former experiences as a, as, a, as a, you know, office manager at Kinko's yeah. or at Chipotle. I don't <laughs> care. Come in here and do the job. Yeah. Your output. Yep. That's what's going to determine. Because what's great about design is that all those things go into being a great designer. Yep. You know, working at a, a, a fast food restaurant is going to be extremely valuable when you're tackling efficient ways of helping people get certain clusters of information. You'd be like, you know what? Yeah, we can strip away all this other stuff that's not necessary because really all they need is these four or five things. A great example are slam poets. Yeah. Slam poets are great writers mm -hmm. because they get rid of every single word that's not necessary. Yeah. So if you have a slam poet critiquing your marketing copy or something like that, man, they're going to make sure you got a lot of extraneous words here that you don't need. Yeah. Get to the point, you know? Yeah. So all your background is going to be valuable, but I, I love what you said. It's your, based on your output. Yeah. You know? I, I love that, you know, again, I knew that we were going to be of similar mind on this, but I think that all of your experiences are valuable to your repertoire of design knowledge. Uh, you might not know how to work sketch or illustrator and you can learn those things, but to try and gatekeep people out of design is a lost battle. Yeah. Teach um, them, mature them. You know, if they want to, in my estimation, if they want to call themselves a designer, they're a designer. And the only way that, you know, we can continue to elevate design as a profession and to ensure that people understand and know good design when they see it is to practice it and to continue working on it. We all know when we eat food that tastes bad. You know, it, it's, it's an intrinsic, it's a natural skill that we have. I, I guess bad is subjective as well, but if it's not cooked, I think that if it's raw and it's not supposed to be raw, then we understand, you know, that's wrong. Um, and instead of focusing so much effort on trying to keep people out or say you can only do this type of design or that type of design, we should be focused on the best output that we could possibly create because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And that's a beautiful yeah. thing. And I think that the, the, the output, you said something earlier about like, you know, some people, you can understand why some people might want to keep others out of their tribe. And it might be so that it doesn't, you know, water down the discipline or, or, or give that practice a bad name. Yeah. And I do think that that's, that is very important. Yeah. So let's now go to the other side of this conversation for a second. If you are a designer or if you are a tattoo artist or a tattooer, or if you are, you name it, profession, be careful because if you're genuine about being part of that community, yeah. then do everything you can to make sure that your contributions aren't going to give that industry a bad name. If you're a dentist, please use all <laughs> the tools to make sure that you are, are, are being a good dentist. Yeah. You know, that's what we really want to worry about. That's what we really want to focus on because it is true. Dentists do have a bad name. Yeah. And they have a bad name because over the years they might not have had the skills. They might not have had the technology, the tools or whatever. Yeah. But now you do. 
Yeah. You don't have to inflict so much pain on people. Sure, it's uncomfortable, but why don't you take all the steps you can to make it as pleasant of an experience as possible? Yeah. You know, because we don't want to keep, because we all need dentists. Yeah. We don't want to keep giving them a bad name. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have loved ones that are going to be doing this for a profession. We damn sure don't want them to have to be burdened with it yeah. when we can make it better, you know? Yeah. For sure. For sure. I always enjoy our conversation. Yes, sir. It's always a, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thanks for listening. To stay up to date with all things Colored by Design, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. And if you enjoyed listening, please leave us a positive rating on your platform of choice. And we'll see you next time.